Hello and welcome to another episode of the Problematic Sticker Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Gary, and today we shall be talking about some Dragon Ball and some Bungo Stray Dogs. I'm excited. I'm joined, of course, by my co-host, Alfonso. Hello, hello. How is the Fonzie doing today? I'm doing well. Like you, I'm also excited for Dragon Ball and Bungo's dogs, Bungo's stray dogs. Um, before dog. we move on, <laughs> still the same thing. Before we move on, I think we should mention this because I totally forgot this two weeks ago. Since we are going about, since we are going to be talking about Dragon Ball in a few, we should wish Mister Akira Toriyama a happy belated birthday. His birthday was April fifth, and I totally forgot. Happy so. belated birthday. Happy birthday, Mr. Toriyama. Happy birthday. Yeah. Thank you for changing so many lives with your show. Even though you forgot yourself. <laughs> hey! <laughs> you probably saw it on social media somewhere. You didn't remember. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter and I'm like, I, we should have brought that up and then didn't think about bringing it up again. Uh. Happy birthday, yeah. Toriyama. Definitely. Of course. That is Ben, you hear. Ben. Hello. Say hello once again. Hello <laughs> once again. I, I, How I, is... I, I'm not bad, thank you. I just pulled yeah, a new unit on my Dragon Ball Gacha game, so I'm happy. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, I've got the new hit. So, that's good. Ah, uh, yes. Hit. The character that looked formidable but ended up being useless. Yep. <laughs> Not shocked. I always think about that moment in that tournament of power where he had Jiren in his time thing. Yeah. And Goku at that time didn't think at all about maybe, I don't know, cutting off the ground that Jiren is on <laughs> and letting him fall off the map while frozen. <laughs> Nobody thought about that at all. Except for me, apparently. <laughs> no, man, nobody in the show. I think a lot of us thought of it in real life and probably screaming it, but in the show, well, nobody was well, like, man, we should do well, that. Well, that's the thing. Is like, what was the point of keeping him in the way? He, did he just expect to keep him in that thing literally the entire tournament until everybody else was out? Because clearly he knew he couldn't hold him that long. So what was the plan of holding him for as long as he did? <laughs> I mean... I'm sure he was hoping that someone would be like, man, we should throw that overboard. <laughs> but Goku was probably like, no, I, I don't want to win that way. I want to actually fight and probably destroy the universe because I'm an idiot. Good time, the <laughs> Goku's. That's yeah. his life. So, well, congratulations on getting hit. Yeah. I'm happy for you, Ben. That means I've got both of the units from single summons. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I've recently also gotten the new Janemba and Pycon and Doken, so I'm kind of happy nice. about that. Um, don't know if I'm ever going to use the Pycon, but he's there. <laughs> His problem is the amount of orbs he needs. Oh, no. that, that's Janemba, sorry. No, yeah, that's Janemba. No, he's like maxed out all the time for me, yeah. so he's okay. Well, it's mainly for the passives, not the fact that, you know, Janemba needs, like, what, four orbs for the passive? I think 
PyCon needs free? I'm not sure. I have to look again. Yeah. Uh, shouldn't be too bad, though. My no, problem is bad. getting Janemba to transform with me wrecking everything in like two turns. Uh, <laughs> I'm never going to see him transform. <laughs> Unfortunately. But that's okay. I also did a pull on the legendary banner, the Vegeta oh. one, and got it. I got a dupe of uh, SDR LR Brawley. Oh, nice. So before I'd be pissed, but now he's one of the best LRs, so I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, so, yeah, now you're even more ready for the um, world tournament. Yeah, that's my second dupe of him, so I got the nice. two paths that I need unlocked for him, so that makes me happy. I think I only have one path unlocked for mine, so but I'll take that. He's very good. It's funny because I was thinking of maybe, maybe considering buying another one just to have that second path. Yeah. But then I was like, Gary, don't go against your own code of buying dupes when you can buy new units instead. That's true. <laughs> no, I have 600 red coins and I don't know what I'm going to spend them on. Ah, whatever you haven't gotten that you want, man. LR Int Vegito. Which you still haven't gotten. <laughs> no. Uh I'll tell you what, once that easy A for Majin Vegeta comes around, everybody's going to want that. He's yeah. going to be a beast. He already uh, hits so hard. Well, again, GT units soon, so that means the GT leads will probably easy A. Yeah, I wonder what the Dokken Fest is going to be. I'm assuming it's going to be Baby Vegeta. Yeah. I mean, it has to be at this point. He's the only one who doesn't have a Dokken unit yet from the GT saga. so. I wonder if it's going to be dual one, though. See who else we get. I hope it's... Garlic Vegeta. Jr. <laughs> Garlic Jr. It's GT, so it's not going to be anybody good. It's probably Garlic going to be Jr. fucking GT. Oob. It's going to be Oob absorbing Boo for no reason. Uh, and I yes, I say I no like... reason because it didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, I love Oob. I don't lost. like my Joob. <laughs> He still lost almost instantly. So it was a pointless transformation. Uh, uh, he learned that from Gohan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit on my ass for 48 hours and have this Kai give me a power up. And then I'm going to go to Earth and lose. There you go. Yeah. Just like Failhan. <laughs> Failhan. I like that. <laughs> Uh, but since we're on the topic of Dragon Ball, a new episode of Dragon Ball Heroes came out. Oh shit, did it? Alfonso. I didn't see it. Oh my god. You see what you did, Alfonso? You gotta post it in the chat, man. What? Ben, you usually are on top of this. Yeah, I didn't see it. <laughs> god my damn it. God, well, there's normally like several months between them. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my shock. There's actually one, like, only a month after the other one. Normally it's like a <laughs> I'm going to go watch it now, okay? okay but I can't have audio have to, because uh... then... So I'm just going to have to look at the visual spectacle and make the words up in my head. <laughs> visual spectacle? <laughs> Fantastic. Well, in that case, I guess we'll have to uh, keep up that time. Um, Alfonso. Mm-hmm. Attack on Titan. We talked about it last time, where it's magically gone another season. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but the manga's over. It's finished, so if you want to know the spoilers, you can go read it. Do you care about Attack on Titan? 
as much as some people do? Like, will you care to go read it instead of just watching it? No, I'd rather watch it. Really? Uh, I, what yeah, if you get spoiled? Uh, like, what if they spoil it for you? You, yeah, you already know me. I don't care about spoilers. I, I really don't. Mm. Spoilers to me, to me, when it comes to spoilers, I it depends on the franchise. It can either make me still wait, like if it was something to be released and they was like, oh, it was spoiled. It will either make me wait or want to see even more. If I, if it was spoiled, obviously, I'm still gonna wait for it to come out because it's not coming out this year anyway. It's coming out next year, so I still have to wait. So it honestly doesn't really matter. Cliffhangers, yeah, I hate cliffhangers. If there was something related to cliffhangers, I'll be so pissed. But it's not a cliffhanger moment; it's a spoiler moment. So <laughs> if it was spoilers, yeah, I wouldn't care. So I do not bother. I do not care to read it. I don't care if it was spoiled. Um. I just hope it ends well. That's 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 what it is. I I hate certain series in the past that I have watched. None come on top of my head right now, but it you have the ending and it. Oh yeah, what the hell I'm talking about? Games of Thrones. That's the perfect example. Yeah, <laughs> it just <laughs> it just didn't end well. Like it's, yeah, so I just hope it ends well. Yeah, mm. that's that's me. How about you? Um, reading it, um, you know, I've been reading manga lately. I've been reading the fairy tale one. I finished Dragon Ball and then I, I went and bought the Dragon Ball Z. I finished that. Um, lots of cut content from the, the well, I shouldn't say cut content. Lots of filler content in the anime compared to the manga. That's for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm reading Fairy Tale right now, and I'm kind of into the reading part. You know, will I read Attack on Titan? I doubt it because the type of anime it is. Like, I like to read the more comedic stuff, and obviously, Dragon Ball Z isn't exactly a comedy, but it has a lot of comedic moments in it. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's Dragon Ball. I have to read Dragon Ball, it's one of my favorite animes. Um, but as far as reading Attack on Titan, I don't know. Um, just now, I'll probably just stick to the anime. Uh, especially since I don't want to go through whatever season two was again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like the worst thing ever. Um, yeah, you know. At least we know for a fact that it's done done. You know, it's not like the anime is ending, but the manga is going to continue. That shit yeah. kills me. Um, uh-huh. And in a way, it's happened to Fairy Tale now. You know, yeah, Fairy Tale ended. You know, the anime ended, but then the f- manga is now continuing again. Um, I don't know if you knew this, Alfonso, uh, but the story of fa- Fairy Tale is continuing. It's called the uh, Hundred Year Quest, Fairy Tale Hundred Year Quest, and um, Hiro Mashima isn't uh, drawing it anymore, but he is writing it. Um, so it is still his story, but somebody else is drawing it, even though the artist is doing a really good job mimicking his art. But, you know, he's doing Eden Zero, and now he's doing Fairy Tale 100 Year Quest. And the 100 Year Quest is essentially um, Natsu, Grey, Lucy, Wendy, you know, the, the main cast, Wendy and Urza, they essentially team up to go and finish uh, Guild Art's quest that he failed on. 
if you remember in Fairy Tale, he fell down yeah. uh-huh. um, when Akinologia pretty much wrecked his shit. So they pick up the quest to finish that quest for him. Um, and apparently, from what I hear, it's really good. Um, they've gone through, I think, like 12, 15 volumes now. Um, so I'd like to watch that again when it comes out, and I'll obviously want to read it. Uh, but apparently there is going to be an anime. They did announce an anime a while back that they are going to turn the 100-year quest into an anime. So fairy tale is coming back, man. So Wingate eating zero with a reincarnation of fairy tale and fairy tale. <laughs> this is the best news I've heard today. I love it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, there's actually, I believe it. No, there isn't a trailer yet. Never mind. Um. Yeah, it is coming. So that makes me really excited. Yes, I love Fairy Tale. One one of one of the best animes I ever seen in my lifetime. Yes, <laughs> it is truly, truly one of the best. And it's coming back. Yes, I have not heard about this, but Gary, this is this is why I love you because you find these type of things and you. This brings me so much joy. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, there's actually only eight volumes right now, unfortunately, but it does exist. So, yeah, so far you can only read it, but they did announce that an anime will be coming for it. <sighs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Always want more fairy tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I've watched the heroes anime. Perfect time. <laughs> I also like the fact that the episode, the next episode called It Seems Like Vegeta is here too. <laughs> That's my favorite episode of Dragon Ball. The one where it says that seems like Vegeta is here too. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about it then. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Super. Heroes, promotional anime. Uh, we pick up with Goku and... Um, I forget the guy's name. Hearts. Hearts. Go- Goku and Hearts up against um, Dragon Ball controlled Golden Freezer and Golden Metal Cooler. Yeah, Dark Dragon um, Ball Cooler and Freezer. Yeah. So, you know, they're fighting normal. They're getting their ass kicked by the, the Freezer brothers. Um, and then out of nowhere... Something falls onto the ground, separating the two. And ho and behold, it's everyone's favorite. Brawly has appeared. Brawly, as angry as ever, attacks Goku and Hearts, taking them out in one hit each at the same time. But then... Sorry, can I just add the fact that I love the fact that Goku was like, who could that be? I mean... I knew it was Broly just because of the bright green energy blast that hit the ground. I'm like, um, clearly... Yeah, I think Goku should have even seen him coming because, you know, energy <laughs> readings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess like, that doesn't matter anymore. Uh, 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 Broly, everyone knows. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, Broly takes the two of them out and then... Golden Frieza and Golden Metal Kuro decide to attack Brawly um, for whatever reason. He's helping them. But they also get knocked the hell out in one attack. So mm-hmm. 
Golden Metal Cooler, Golden Frieza, already super powerful, now even more powerful with the Dark Dragon Balls attached, get taken out in one hit by Brawly. At this point, I don't think Brawly has an energy power limit. Like, <laughs> when he shows up, he's just automatically more powerful than everybody. It doesn't matter at what form he's at. He's <laughs> just automatically more powerful. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Well, yeah, everybody also took oh. out the, the fusions without even trying. Yeah, so he takes them out, and then they go flying into the wall, and as they're trying to come out of the wall, another new hooded figure character appears in a cape and attacks uh, Golden Metal Cooler. And yeah. Golden Metal Cooler obviously tries to fight back, but he can't, and he hits him with an attack so powerful that he rips the dark Dragon Ball out of his chest. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially returning a, him to normal. I don't yes. think it was powerful. I think it was just designed for doing that. It looked like an attack that was made for ripping out Dragon Balls. Mm-hmm. Now, this character I can give credit to because they actually tried to actually disguise him, so I don't know who the hell he could be. Because, you know, his whole he's covered from head yeah. to toe. Unlike, you know, fake Goku Zamazu wannabe over there. Goku Black. The I mean, who is it? It could be, <laughs> could be Goten. It could be Goten. Goku I always thought Goten. Goku Black should have been Goten, but that's my own personal opinion. Well, I think it would have made a better story. I think it would have made a better story. But yeah, no, the, the, the fake Goku masked black guy, he's there, and he notices that somebody's ripping the, the Dragon Balls from these characters. And his goal, apparently, he just wants people to fight. I don't know why. They don't tell me why. He just wants to see battle. Um, but of course, then... Frieza sees that this guy just took out his bro, and he's like, yeah. no, that's not going to happen. And he attacks him, um, puts up a better fight than Cooler did, uh, but he also gets knocked out, and his Dragon Ball gets ripped from him as well. And mm-hmm. after that, they're essentially out of commission. Uh, then here comes Brawly. He sees this dude, and he's like, "Roar!" because he doesn't talk. He just roars at people. And he eggs him on, the, the dude in the black. He eggs him on, and they just take off. Like, all of a sudden, Brawly just doesn't care about Goku anymore. Like, his whole shtick was Goku waking him up all the time. And he hated that. But now he doesn't yep. care. He just wants to hit shit. So they I take mean, off. Wouldn't this be yes. like Brody's greatest fetish right now? Because you've got Goku Black and Goku. Surely you'd be like, oh my god, i got one Goku for each hand. <laughs> Yeah. Um, So they take off. um, And that's the last we see them. Uh, Goku collapses. He's like, oh shit, I'm tired. I can't even turn Super Saiyan, but I can still go toe to toe with Golden fucking Frieza over there. Um, And then Hards gives him a Senzu bean. And he's like, oh shit, you know what Senzu beans are? And he's like, yes. And then Goku takes it, and apparently this new animation style to show us that they're healthy, <laughs> they become shiny. To tell us that they're healthy again, they become shinier. It's like dogs, you know. You know they're healthy because they've got a shiny coat. <laughs> sure, why not? But this is like rubbing oil on somebody. He's like, man, what do you mean? I'm healthy again. I'm all shiny. <laughs> I mean, come on. If I said I rub oil on myself and say I'm healthy, you know you'd like that. I know Tube would like it very much. <laughs> and so, you know, they're talking, and then out of nowhere, here comes 
are mysteriously masked Zamazu Black Goku. Um, and he pretty much tells him that he just wants dudes to fight. That's all he mm-hmm. wants. Um, but before then, sorry, I should say before then, um, Hearts takes out a regular Dragon Ball. And he's like, they exist here. Uh, they're not the real ones because they're in an alternate dimension world that mimics the real one, but they act the same way. So they're just fucking regular Dragon Balls. I don't know why they had to make it complicated. Um, and he's like, the only way we're going to get out of here is if we get all the Dragon Balls. So Goku finds the Dragon Radar in Capsule Corp because um, it's just laying around. And they see that a second Dragon Ball is right on top of them. And they look up and there is another planet. And then we go to that other planet. And apparently that planet has, from what I could understand, it's Kami's lookout, is is what I saw. Maybe I'm confused. Yeah, no, um, you're right. No. But yes, Vegeta's there, all beat up, and it seems like he's fighting uh, our two favorite Saiyans, Cumber, and I always forget his name. Turles. Turles, yes. You know, original Goku. Black. So they're there. They're about to fight. And of course, masked Goku Black again shows up and he's like, I just want you guys to fight. So here is Goku fighting Golden Frieza and Golden Metal Kuro with the help of hearts. But Vegeta's stuck (laughs) fighting fucking Cumber, who can't be beaten apparently. Mm-hmm. And not Goku Black, number one. He's <laughs> uber powerful. Poor Vegeta, yeah. man. He's even having it harder than Goku, and Goku's over there getting all oiled up and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. See, and that's Vegeta pretty much where the episode get... ends. Vegeta just needs to get oiled up and stuff. I guess so. And obviously in the preview, you know, Goku's like, whoever you're fighting, Vegeta, don't lose. It's like, well, he's gonna lose because he's fighting fucking Cumber over there. He couldn't even beat him with Golden Cooler and you combined. Yeah. Um, yeah. Vegeta, don't lose against the enemy that slaughtered us as Gogeta and Vegeta. But again, once again, I'm baffled and confused <laughs> as to how Cumber is even there. First yeah. we see Cumber in the chamber, then we see Hearts with Cumber still in the chamber. So did Hearts let Cumber out to go and attack Goku? I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> How did Cumber get yes. out? <laughs> Unless this is alternate version Cumber. Um, yeah, could be. So that would make more sense now that I think about it. But even then, if it's alternate version, then Vegeta can sneeze on Turles over there and he'll kill him that way. But that was the episode. Alfonso. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Your favorite version of Dragon Ball. This is not my favorite version of Dragon Ball. (laughs) You say that. But it's it's still Dragon Ball, so I have to. I'm (laughs) bound to kind of like it in some type of way. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on in this episode. A lot, a lot going on with with the brothers, you know, the Golden Brothers, Brawly, (laughs) now Vegeta and Cumber and and there's a lot. Um, yeah, Brawly, there's no words for him. He's just unstoppable. I, I, I don't, I don't understand how he. Every minute he just somehow magically appears and just be attracted to the fight. I, I don't get it. 
How did he get there? I don't get it. Like the last time you saw him, he was where? He was he was a Super Saiyan four, right? With with yeah. what's it who? With um Vegeta. Uh, yeah. Vegeta, Vegeta yeah. And I, I I I'm not trying to explain it, but yeah, Brawley is just a damn mystery. Um OP powerful and yeah, this one shot and everybody that's that's nothing to me. Um, I'm more curious about the damn mask, you know, the fake black Goku mask person. Like, this reminds me of Fuel. Wasn't Fuel the same thing that he wanted people to fight as well? Yeah. This, yeah. Yeah. So, I uh, I don't know. Well, Hearts asked him if he's aligned with Fu, and he, like, just disregarded the question and talked about, all I want you to do is fight. Yeah, that is true. So, um... But if it is Zamazu... If it is Goku Black Zamazu, like, why is he so mentally dumb? Because this Goku Black seems really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, always, like, just fight. It's like Brawly over there, screaming for no reason. Yeah. That's for Vegeta and, and you know, Kumber and, and Turles. Yeah. <laughs> I feel sorry for Vegeta. <laughs> He's not going to make through it. He's not going to get through this. <laughs> He's not. Well, the fact that he can't punch or hurt Cumber because he has that stupid force field that paralyzes your arm or corrupts you. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, even, like, that's like the ultimate defensive ability. Like, that's messed up, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, um, he's so, so, just thoughts then, uh, Alfonso. Who do you think is the, the new masked guy who took the Dragon Balls? That, that, that's that's hard to to decide. I I I don't know. <laughs> they did yeah. a good job hiding him. Yeah, they are. They they did. They did. They did. Like I I like like usually when it comes to people with these masks because there's always some mystery with the people with the masks before they reveal themselves. I played the video in slow mo just to like analyze his body from head to toe, and I couldn't get nothing from him. Like they covered him well. Yeah, you can easily tell who it is just by their hair. Obviously, that's not the case anymore. True. It's Giblet from see? Dragon Ball Legends. Oh my god. <laughs> Giblet. It's not even a real character. Yeah, it's the main one of the main antagonists. Interesting. Yeah, you got Shallot, who is the free character you can play as, and then his twin, I think it is, or something like that, Giblet. Hmm. So, and he's always in that type of cloak. So, I hope it's not. I hope it, I don't know who it is though, to be honest, really. So, don't even want be to guess, right huh? Now. No, I don't even want to guess. I, I've got no idea. King Vegeta? <laughs> no. <laughs> young Paragus Young Paragus <laughs> Could it be, actually be Goten This time around Like the real Goten Who knows That would be a twist um, I have no Saiyan idea Bojack Saiyan Bojack, that's the end of that. 
<laughs> no more from you. <laughs> Any other thoughts on this episode? I actually enjoyed this episode because it was more fighting than talking. Yes. Talking that show. It's, I don't know. To me, it felt a little more longer, even though it wasn't. It just felt longer, I guess, because there was multiple fights within the episode. I thought the animation was a lot better as well than some of the previous ones. Mm-hmm. Well, already. Um, is there any other news that you guys want to talk before we get into Bungo uh, uh, Straight? Nope. Nope. Alrighty. Let's move on then to Bungo Stray Dog Season 2, which wow. I watched a long time ago and then I watched again. Mm-hmm. Alfonso, this was your recommendation. You recommended the first season as well, and it was a great first season. Yep. Um, but you like Season 2 more, from what I hear. Season 2 was great. Season, season 2. Overall, the season was great. But what really made season two so impactful for me was the first four episodes. That backstory with Donzai and his friends and what led to Donzai leaving to join the agency. Now season one makes so much, so much more sense to me because season one, season one was great, but Donzai was a mystery. He, he mentioned that he was part of the Port Mafia, and he had all these secrets. People from the Port Mafia knew him. They wasn't really saying much. And yes, they didn't really say much in season two. But seeing those four episodes, I appreciate Donzai even more. We get to see his relationship with Mori. We got to see him do missions for the Port Authority, the Port Mafia. And then we got to see him basically exit based on what happened. Out of all the recommendations we have seen, we recommended to each other, when it comes to backstory, it's usually within the first few minutes, whether it be the beginning, middle, or end of that episode, one full episode, or two episodes, the most. We got four, and I do not recall any other anime giving us four episodes of backstory. And to me, two this date, this is the best backstory I've seen yet. And this is why I love this season so much. And let's get into this backstory. Kind of blurred for me because it's been a while since I was it myself. But um, I don't remember. Did it start in the bar? I mean, there was a lot of stuff in the bar that I remember from the season. It's where a lot of the first part of the seasons in the in the bar. Yeah. I I don't they didn't they did that the guy with the glasses, I don't think they was friends with him. Yeah, I think he was actually looking for him. I think so, yeah. Resident that right, Gary? He he's be right back quickly. Oh. <laughs> um just try to remember. Uh but no, I I don't remember much of the story to be honest. I just remember all the cool action. <laughs> so um, they were going against the mimic group at the time, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Uh, and I think he, I think the guy with the glasses were like, um, he was like a double spy in a way, trying to find out information. Well, no, he was, was he a triple spy or something they said? Like he was working for another company while looking for something else while also going back to another company. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the game to the company of all of them, but I think one of them, uh, no, I would say one of them, like the Port Mafia, the the group, something, somethings, a mimic. You can, I don't. I don't think the guild was introduced yet. Okay. What was they introduced? I don't. No, I don't think no. Because it was introduced don't. later in the 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 season, and I don't okay. think the agency was. I don't think it was mentioned yet either. Okay. Yeah, but what what I'm trying to think what I remember, I remember that they wasn't friends with I can't first of all, I can't remember the guy the the guy that has the ability that he can predict his future within a few seconds. I I his name is slipping me, but they they two were friends. They were already on Danza and him was already on the part mafia and they had they tried to I guess they were oh, trying to recruit Samu? him. Dazai Dazai, Dazai is the one with the the cancer ability. Okay. And then you have the other guy that can predict his future within seconds, or predict predict what's gonna happen within six seconds. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure they were trying to recruit that guy because he had information on a case or a file case that they wanted because Mori. I see. Don't really remember his visit. It's it's been too long. It's, Oda, it's really been too long. San, San, yeah, Oda, Sakunusuka yeah. Oda. Yeah. His ability was flawless, where you can see six seconds in the future. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. 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 Which so he's good at dodging surprise attacks, and but it has a limit. So, um, and also mm-hmm. they we saw from one of the episodes where he triggered to something, and because he triggered it already, and. He couldn't really do much because he'd already triggered it. Even though he can see the future, it's kind of pointless when that future is already happening and it's only five to six seconds. Yeah, he can't. He can't like react as quick as he wanted yeah. to because it's already too late. It has yeah. to happen way before for his ability to be, like I said, flawless. Yeah, which it kind of reminds me. I don't remember if you remember the that anime that. Gary recommended, um, what was it called? Um, what was it called? Phase Zero. It reminds me of that guy's ability yeah. in a way because he could kind of do the same thing, but his was reversed. If you remember, uh, yeah, can't remember his name. They way he could slow down his heart or his time. I mean, slow down his heart to slow down time, in a way. Yeah. Uh, but no, the first episode had the three group, three friends drinking together at Lupin's. Uh, those three mm-hmm. men are Daizai, Oda, and Saguchi. Yeah. Uh, uh, Danzai was a feared executive. Um, I can't remember much about that episode, really, to be honest. Yeah, cause those, 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 that first four episodes was mostly them going after Mimic, cause yeah. Mimic was 
I forgot Mimic was I forgot what Mimic was doing. But Port Port Mafia had to stop them because they were intervening with their plan. Yeah. And I know there was there was complications with uh what's his name? Um not Oda, the other one. Da da I? No. No the other one. Um Oh, oh the Oda. Was it Oda? Was it Oda? Oda's Oda's the one with the glasses? I think so, yeah. Oda. No, the other one, the one with the 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 future no, site. That, that Oda's the future site person. Oh, okay. So Kim, because there there was the the main master villain who kind of has the same ability as him. Yeah, and he wanted like to end it all. Because well, he wanted he to die, like, didn't he? Yeah, he wanted to die, and he felt like he was the only person that could do it because they were both similar. And we found out that Oda has this special connection with some kids that he goes to check on every day. Oda doesn't kill. Yeah, orphan. And Oda doesn't kill. He he stopped killing because of... I can't remember well, what he happened. Never, I don't think, he wanted to become a writer. Yeah, I yeah he, he wanted to become a writer. Those, those two books... And then the guy yeah. said, well, the last book isn't that good. And he's like, but I'll make it good. Yeah. And he decides that he doesn't want to kill because if you kill, you can't predict, you know, something story. I never yeah. got that really, but, you know, that's the reason. I don't understand why him killing people, he couldn't write his own story, but whatever. Yeah. Reasons. And it, it, it came to a point where in order to trigger him, to face him, he he kills them. Like the he locked him in the car and he blew up the car. Yo, with the wish that was a sad episode. I I felt bad for Oda that he goes out his way to look out for these orphans because they don't have nobody. Yeah. And you, it, that that was selfish of that that dude from Nemec. Just to go out to have him kill you, you wanted take something dear to him. That was and not cool at all. I know yeah, it's not I, really I, cool at all what I did, but that, that was just horrendous. You don't yeah. get the orphans involved. Yeah, so yeah. It, it led to the point where Oda told Dazai that I don't care anymore about helping the poor mafia. I'm going to do this. And it led to a conclusion where they're both fighting and then, you know, their last shot killed each other. And yeah. Dazai at this time wanted to save him but Mori, who we find out wasn't the original leader of the Port Martha anyway. We found out that he was a doctor and he slit the, 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 the guy's throat and became the new leader. Told Dazai that you can't you're not able to leave. But Dazai left anyway. And he found them. Yeah. And Dazai um was crying and Oh, oh, what's his name? Keep forgetting his name. Oh, um, future side guy. Oda. Oda, yeah. He's telling him that I need you to live to be better, to find something that gives you passion. And it kind of makes sense why Dazai is so happy in the first season. And this is the, this is the reason why. He promises Oda that I will do better and help people. And I got at first, you know, watching season one, I couldn't. I, 
explain why he feels so happy. Like, first of all, I still don't understand his whole death reason because he did mention it in season two in these episodes yeah. that he wants to die. But it wasn't the way it was in season one because to me, Dazai was more cynical and malicious in this episode. Yeah, he had yeah. a little, like, he was a little happy at certain times, but he wasn't extremely happy that he was that you see in season one and towards the end of season two. And he's no, a lot more realistic than he was in the original one, where he's yeah. just like, yeah. But now I understand why he is the way he is, and it's because he made a promise to his friend. And that led to him leaving Port Mafia, being underground for two years. And eventually we found out that he resurfaced and he joined the agency. And then that's it. We move on from the backstory, and then we go into the actual plot of the series, which again. My mind is kind of blurry, but I'm going to try to remember it as best as I can. Basically, the plot of this story is the Gill. And the leader of the Gill, Fitzgerald, who wants this book, which is able to, I guess, rewrite whatever comes to passion or, or life. Because we find out that he had a daughter who got killed, and he wants to reunite his family. And that's the whole plot. That's the whole plot of his plan. Which I don't condone because he wants to take out the city to get this book, but I understand his reasoning for family. I get it, but I don't like the way that he goes about to to do it. And yeah, there's a there's a, there's a lot going on with this this um this story in terms of characters. Animation was great. There's a lot of kind of a lot of character development. Mostly with Asagawa. I feel he was the highlight of this season just because we find out more about him and Dazai, how he felt. Because he did Dazai I think he was he in the backstory as well? I can't remember, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't remember because I, I remember he saying that you left. And I never got to prove that I was stronger. I can't be stronger. And uh, Gary, do you never remember? Got to... Also, welcome back. Is Gary back? I think so. Sorry, I was muted. <laughs> um, I'm not 100% sure if I remember if he appeared bef- during those episodes that they showed or if he appeared in a backstory later on that happens um but as far as i remember i don't know if it's in season three but as far as i remember he did appear in an episode in dalzai's past before we continue is there anything you want to mention gary before we move on yeah you talk about the the four episodes um where we got dalzai's past Mm -hmm. um i absolutely love those episodes those are the highlight episodes of the show for me Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, because I felt yeah. it was very grounded. Like even though we still had abilities, like he could see in the, into the future and stuff. But mm-hmm. I loved that character so much in those four episodes, um, that he instantly became my favorite character. Um, even though what happened to him kind of sucks. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, those four episodes were amazing, and you can see why Dalzai left, and it's because of them, um, yeah. and everything that transpired there. Um, yeah, so yeah. Th- those four flashback episodes were amazing, and there's such a different change and different focal point to the whole show. Um, yeah. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Agree. Like I was telling Ben, I I like part Mafia Dazai more than Agency Dazai because he's so he's such more he's such more malicious and cynical than he is in with the Agency because the Agency yes he does get his shit done he gets shit done and but he's mostly goofing around and all he want to do is he's lazy yeah he's that way too but. I don't know when when he did the missions with Port Mafia. He was like he didn't give a shit. He didn't care if he got hit. Whatever happens is gonna happen. He kind of takes more caution with agency, but you don't see that when he's in the Port Mafia. And I wish we had more backstory. I, I honestly, of my opinion, I wish this whole season was just Port Mafia and Dazai. To be honest, I, I really do because. He's so good. That's like so good in, in those four episodes. Yes, it sucked what he went through with his friend and the betrayal of the, the guy with the glasses. I can't remember his name, but yeah, it, it it's so good. But yeah. Well, yeah. continue, man. You're, you're doing a great job, man. I forgot why I left <laughs> off. <laughs> After... The, the flashback episodes, we pick up where season one ended with a new group coming in to the picture. The Gill. Yes. Was it the Gill? Yeah, the Gill. Like, like we was mentioning, that like I was mentioning the band. The main, the main plot with the Gill was Fitzgerald, who is the leader, whose main goal was to find his book, which is able to, whatever he writes, can basically grant you anything that you want. And he wants to bring back his daughter because his daughter died. And I was telling Ben that I I understand why, but in order for him to do that, he has to destroy the city, which I don't like. That's like a dick move. Like that's you you're killing a million just to save one person. I get it. Family. I, I'm all about family, but come on. To kill millions just to save one person, that's that's some that's just messed up in so many ways. That's just me. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to remember here. Uh, did the the tanker fight happen before that? What is that again? What what is what what part is that again? With uh, um, the black tentacle dudes. I don't remember his name, and uh, the wolf boy, the main character. The I think that was the dude I remember is. I think that was the middle. Yeah. Okay. Sorry then. Lovecraft. Yeah, I don't right? really remember how season. I don't really remember how it started after the backstory. Uh, that that's all a blur for me. I might have opened up Wiki like, to remember myself everything. It's, it's been like four weeks since I seen this, so I don't it's only really been two remember. days for me. <laughs> Man, you guys loved that a lot, huh? <laughs> I'm... I'm rubbish with remembering stuff unless I've watched it multiple times. Yeah. Well, okay. I have, seriously, it's weird. I have really good long-term memory. 
So if you ask me this in a few weeks' time, I might remember it. But my short-term memory is just like, no. My brain is like a sieve. Everything goes past the short-term straight into long-term. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. All I all I really remember is that the guild is trying to blow up the city, and the port mafia and the agency kind of had to work together to stop them. Like I know the port mafia started because they they needed to take out the Moby Dick, and um, they succeeded by um, because I know she I know Asagawa killed that woman. To protect the guy with the glasses, whatever his name was, he's like I'm bad with names. But um, and they had their banished ship, but um, they failed because I know the guild had a backup plan and they had to bring in the agency to kind of to kind of help and so like I'm I'm just going over the place because I really don't remember. I just remember certain certain things. I know there was a point where Asagawa and Atsushi. Was working together to they had to um yeah like I'm I'm blanking Gary I'm blanking real bad I need help yo <laughs> yeah so so um the the bungo stray dogs have to leave their office because um the guild wants to take back um the, the little samurai girl uh I forget her name yeah um, I know he's adorable about, yeah. little girl the one with the ghost <laughs> snow Billy demon yeah demon, so demon. so they have to go. They switch operations to um, a chapel, um, and while that's going on, uh, the the guild is kind of now at war with the Port Mafia, mm-hmm. um, and the Port Mafia sets a trap uh, during the shipment where uh, their lemon bomb guy decides to blow up the entire. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Where is it? Yeah. Area. <laughs> the, his ability yeah. is weird. The fact that he's immune to just. Lemon-shaped bombs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but they're still bombs. They do the same damage. Uh, while uh, our team are separating into a defensive and offensive team uh, to try to uh, essentially take down both, but also because they know they're under attack themselves, the agency has to essentially defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where it leads up to um, the big fight on, I believe, the tanker, isn't it? I think so. Well, first, okay, so they take the two uh, girls who don't have any powers. Uh, one of them is the guy's sister, uh, who has yeah. the weird fetish for him. Um, yeah, and another one just said, works in the office. Which you said that um, Yuri had to wear first in in the high invasion. No, no, this. <laughs> oh God, hers is way worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but go on. Yeah, so they they kind of try to um, send them off uh, to some mountain village or something so they can be you know protected there. Well, not protected where they won't be in harm's way. But uh-huh. the guild has other plans, and the guild essentially tries to use them to bring out the agency agents to take them out. Um, and we have a big, you know, little fight there with, you know, um, who is it? It's not, I don't remember anybody's names. That's the problem. 
is this the point where they try to escape yeah, in the we, car? We the, the character, the little boy, I believe it's a little boy, who makes, like, your fears or something come true. Um, no, that's, like, I think it's a girl. Um, is it a girl? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. She's the she's the one that has the doll, and the doll gets ripped. Then it can spread all these fear into people, and the they, cursed it causes, doll. Thing. Yeah, yeah, the cursed doll. Yeah, and it causes chaos, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like on the train, they run into this this little girl, the the two girls, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, and they start hallucinating. Uh, a bunch of shit, and obviously some of the other characters get infected as well. Uh-huh. I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. Um, I believe this is where Dazai gets captured, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. he gets. Yeah, he gets captured, and yeah, he gets captured by the dude with the hat, the the crazy rival of his, with the uh, fedora hat. Yeah. Uh, what's it, what's his name? Chuya, Chuya. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the little girl's <laughs> name is Q. Yeah. The yeah, little Q, girl's yeah. name is Q. Um. They're able to essentially fight off Q, and I believe they are able to capture Q. Um. But I'm not one hundred percent sure. No, 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 no. The first, remember, they fought Q twice. They fought her twice. The first time is when she first appeared with Atashi, the sister, and the friend. As she the, she she did the curse, and Atashi thought that he was getting attacked, but he was actually the one attacking them. Because I forgot where Danzai was, but Danzai, I think Danzai was with the Port Mafia. Somehow he was doing something. I think he was doing the meeting, and then they they realized that he realized that they was gonna use Q to use them to stop the guild. That was their that was their plan to use Q to stop the guild. And Archie got affected, and he was choking the girls out. And Dazai come out of nowhere, and he used his his ability. And then Q said that we will meet again. That was the first time. The second time is where Dazai got captured. And no, no. The, this is before Daz, I guess. So, so the guild decides that they're going to use Q to. Um, they want to capture Q to use him for their own means. I remember this because Q sends the whole world or the whole city into chaos. Remember? Yeah. And everybody has to team up to essentially stop the world from ending. Mm-hmm. I remember this very, very clearly. I just don't remember how it ends. <laughs> I watched it in the first week. Leave me alone. Cause I I remember they fought her twice. Well, not really twice. Like I know they caught they caught Q once, and they had to like torture her for her ability to take effect. Yeah, but all, all I remember is they had to take the doll because the doll was essentially the catalyst that's causing everything. Yeah. And Dazai yeah. was able to use his powers on the doll, essentially removing the whole world going into chaos mm-hmm. and killing everybody. Yeah. And that's where he tells everybody else that he used to work for the Port Mafia. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I think this is where we get another backstory, isn't it? Where um, he tells them about the Port Mafia and the backstory of Dazai and how he found out that Mori killed his boss yeah. and all that. Yeah, because we found out that Mori was a doctor. Mm -hmm. And he slit his throat and he kind of he kind of told Dazai, well, he swore him to secrecy that you can't tell anybody that it was me that killed him, but it was actually that he died of illness. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah um and then the two the poor mafia and the agency come to an agreement that they need to take out q and team up against the guild so they send yeah. dalzai and uh the guy with the top hat um chua 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 yeah chua is that his name yeah yeah um to take them out and they encounter wolfcraft who i thought was a cool enemy who yes. can't actually yeah. die because he doesn't have what is the abilities called that Dazai can he take um, nullify he can nullify people's abilities. Yeah, uh, but Lovecraft is, doesn't have that kind of ability. He's like juggernaut essentially. He's not a mutant, yeah. Uh, yeah. even though he 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 acts like one. Um, so they can't like Dazai's power is useless against him. So during the the big fight, we find out that Chue. Uh, loses his mind when he activates a lot of his power and he becomes uncontrollable. Yeah. That's why Dazai is required around him to stop him from essentially yeah. destroying everything. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Including himself. He doesn't care. Um, yep. So, that was a pretty cool episode, I thought. Um, where they which, had to I'm team little, up. which I'm a little confused about because um... During that fight, you know, Chua was attacking Lovecraft, but Lovecraft keep regenerating. And at that point, Dazai had the other dude who could use trees to sense people's movement. And he asked them, oh, so he can't be destroyed on the outside, but he could be an inside. When did Dazai plot the, plant the bomb? I, I was, <laughs> when did he plant the bomb? Hell if I remember, man. <laughs> And he plays the bomb, and then the guys for that Chua does this big attack, and then okay, wipes it off. He's gone, and yeah. And I I know during this time, this is where they was chasing the girls, and eventually the cops came for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then we get uh the the Moby Dick episode, um, with mm -hmm. the Poe episode as well. So, um. Our Rampo, I believe is yeah. his name, the, the guy who solves mm -hmm. crimes, he is trapped by um, Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> yeah. Um, or Poe, as they call him. He's trapped in this world with another one of his teammates, and he has to solve who committed the murder. Um, and this guy's like his rival. Um, and if he wins, he's going to divulge secret information about the guild. This Poe guy works for the guild as well. Um, but if he's able to solve the mystery and get out of this magical world that's created, um, he will diverge um, information about the Moby Dick. Um, so there's that episode, which I believe was two episodes in combined. It was a two-episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, well... I believe um, 
Rampo finds out, essentially solves the crime by saying that he's the murderer himself. Yeah. Um, which I believe solved it. And Poe was pissed mm-hmm. off because he thought he created a story that Rampo would never solve. Uh, but he did, and he divulges the information. Um, well, Rumpel was still impressed, and he told him that even though I solve it, you, I still feel you could do better, and I'm waiting forward to your next, well, story. Because he, in a way, Rumpel said he does acknowledge him that mm-hmm. you are like one of my top rivals. So, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that essentially leads them to infiltrate the Moby Dick, which is. Mm-hmm. You know, the guild's main fucking, it's their base of operations, yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and Atsushi? Atsushi? The, the, the were tiger? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. is on the ship and he, he encounters Octagawa on the ship as well. Uh, and they're both after the same thing. Um, yeah. But. They're also fighting each other like a bunch of idiots. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. um, but they, they essentially want to get, I believe his name is Francis, right? The leader of the guild? Yeah, Francis, yeah. Yeah, they want to get to Francis because he's about to destroy the whole city uh, mm-hmm. using the Moby Dick. Um, and they eventually find out that they can't stop the Moby Dick from the control center uh, because they have to defeat Francis essentially in order to to stop it. I believe is is what it was, right? Yeah. Because he has the remote. Okay. Yeah. Um. So they're both trying to get to him, and obviously they're fighting each other. They're fighting through waves, and eventually they reach the top floor, where Francis is at, and that's where. I believe we get the big crazy fight, right, against Francis. Yes, which we and, talk about his ability. Yes, his ability is money. <laughs> yes, of course, because he's a smart character. Yes, and the more of his money he uses, the more powerful he gets. Um, yeah. And that's essentially also becomes his weak point as well, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, because so, you don't have unlimited money. <laughs> yeah. The fight itself I thought was great. Yes, it was. Um, because they first try to do it one on one, you know, each yeah. one taking their turn attacking him. Um and you know there's some parts where they get the upper hand, but obviously he's using money. He's randomly spending money digitally somehow. Um and he's getting more powerful and eventually they realize they he's have to be Jimbo in himself. It's your Jimboing himself. That's a good analogy. (laughs) (laughs) Um so yeah, the the fight was great. Um Mm -hmm. I love the fight. It was an epic fight. Uh they eventually ended up on on the 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 I would say the roof. I don't remember what it's called on the ship. Um Yeah. Uh, so the, the fight the, ends up there. The, the deck. I should know the because deck. of... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Final Fantasy fourteen for making me fight on the deck recently. <laughs> 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 the new, there's a new fight where you got to fight um, 
diamond weapon and it's on the cloud deck. So that's the only reason why I knew that the deck is that part of the ship. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, so eventually they have to combine their abilities into a badass combo attack to, to take out Francis. And the attack is so powerful that he couldn't stop it because he spent all of his money and all his fortune, and he's essentially broke, which means he's out of power. I have to say, this is a terrible power to have. Yeah, <laughs> like, if you run out of money, you're useless. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he falls off the Moby Dick. Um, Octagol re- retrieves the control, um, mm-hmm. and he tries to shut it off, but instead, the Moby Dick starts to fall even faster into the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember what does Kiyoka do she basically tries to because she's trapped and she is, she can't use her ability to cut herself loose so she basically is going to sacrifice herself to basically destroy the Moby Dick and make it break into pieces so it doesn't make a big impact as if it was still whole yeah, so she's on the transport plane. Um, yeah. And everybody's loved that transport, but she can't. She's she's stuck in it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, she decides that she's going to fly that plane into the Moby Dick, essentially detonating it um, before it hits the city. Mm-hmm. Um, which she unfortunately does. Um, she crashes. Everybody thinks she's dead, but but she's not. I don't remember who saves her though. Herself. She saves herself. She saves herself. Yeah. During oh, that, okay. during 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 that time, um, Daze was telling her that officially you're not a member of the agency, and usually you have to do like a selfless, courageous act to prove your worthiness to the agency, and doing so that allow her to pass the exam. And she was able to escape because which it's a weird ability, but their president ability allows you to use your ability at will whenever you want because you're now part of the agency. And because of that, she was able to use demon, I forgot what it's called, demon, whatever her ability is called. Demon and snow? it cut the chain. Demon snow, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, demon snow. It was able to cut the chain and escape before. They exploded on the Moby Dick. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she becomes a full fledged yeah. member afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. And everybody's happy. The guild is defeated. Yep. No but more guild. It's yeah. not over yet. Do, do, do. It's not over yet. It's never over. <laughs> and they're like, there's another villain on the way. There is you another villain. Tell us about this new other villain. We don't. I don't know. They just said this on the way. And we don't know what it is yet. I do because I watched season three. Yeah, well, I haven't. So. Back when I watched oh, season one. I, <laughs> I have no idea. Is it me? Am I the villain? Yes. The villain's <laughs> yes. name is Chili. His ability is the the Chili Willy. I don't know exactly what it does off the top of my head. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> but yeah sorry it was cluttered information about the episode um, I watched it again obviously in the first week um, first t- two days actually I binged it 
Um, nice. But yeah, season two was good. The guild yep. was a fun group. But uh, we did find out in that last episode, too, that uh, not all the members of the guild uh, were either killed or defeated. We found out Lovecraft was never beaten. Um, yeah. But he kind of, he yeah, left. he kind of just left. Um, yep. A couple of other members just kind of went their own separate ways as well. The guild is gone. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So we also found out that that girl um, that could create that dimension pocket, she lived as well. Yeah. Yes, well, she lived, anyway. and and she plays an important role in season three. Um, mm-hmm. But we don't know if Fitzgerald is dead, do we? <laughs> don't. <laughs> he just fell off. We never saw his body. Yeah. <laughs> well, if he just fell off, that means he's alive. You know anime rules. If you don't see we a body, <laughs> you don't see <sighs> a body. Chances are it's still alive. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, essentially, in a nutshell, we skipped a lot of stuff, though, unfortunately. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we but got yeah, the gist of it. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, it. we still covered it for over an hour, so oh, even yeah. if it mostly was just uhs and ums <laughs> and trying to remember each other, each person's name. Yeah, that's the hard part. Alrighty, well, yeah. Alfonso, since this is your recommendation, what would you score season two of Bungo Stray Dogs? This is gonna be nine and a half. Great season, yeah. way better than the first. Um, backstory was key. Backstory made season one more clear. Backstory. Basically, leak to me leads up to season three. Like it pushes more for season three. Um, character development improved because Asagawa to me, there was a lot of mystery with him in season one, and now we kind of understand his relationship with Dazai. Why he pushed? Why he always wants to say, "Okay, where's Dazai? Where's Dazai? I need Dazai." Atsushi. Yeah, he still has his moments from season one, but he definitely improved from season two as well. Um, Dazai, my favorite character. I I love Dazai from season one. I love him more, even more in season two. The way he talks, his thinking, his methods, even even though he still want to kill himself, which we mentioned in the backstory, um, still love him. Um, I I love this 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 series so much that I watched season two. Went back to season one, went back to season two, and then watched season three. And I'm calling it now. I'm calling it now. Ben, if you don't recommend it, and Gary, if you don't recommend it, my next recommendation is season three. I'm calling I'm it re- now. I'm not recommending season three now because we just did season two. So, But that's what I'm saying. If you didn't, if you didn't, and Gary, if you don't, when it's your recommendation, I'm <laughs> recommending season three because it's that damn good. I'm calling it now. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Nine point five then, Ben. Uh, I really enjoyed it compared to the first season. I don't think I give it nine point five, but I'll give it an eight point five. Um, I think what pushed it over the edge for me was the last episodes with with the cool fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That that, yeah, that, the... that it, it was it was it was a seven for me, and then that fight was just like yes. <laughs> so yeah, it was a great fight. Um, I'm going to give it a 9 myself. Um, like The backstory of the first four episodes were yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the characters in, in that backstory. Um, 
obviously the backstory of Mori as well, or Mora was, was yeah. pretty cool to see what he did. Um, but yeah, definitely much better. I despise Fitzgerald as a character. Smart <laughs> um, characters are the worst. Sorry. Yeah, the, he, he felt like he could just do everything with money, and he that's how he lived his life. Um, every time yeah, he yeah, didn't he use his money for his what's good partner? Yeah, anyway. we we find out why he was doing it, and it was for um his wife um because they lost their daughter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was essentially just trying to keep her from remembering. I believe it is that their daughter is dead. Um. So it was sad. His backstory was in that way sad, but yeah. and we find out that the reason he wanted this magical book or whatever was to bring his daughter back to life, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I hope we see Lovecraft again in the future, because that was a cool character. <laughs> Based yeah, even on, though he's kind of... H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> even though he's kind of emotional, he don't really got no emotion. He just... You know, just there, but still, yeah, interesting character. They're all interesting mm-hmm. in their own way with their own their own abilities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Alrighty, Ben. It's my turn. What smut are we watching this time? I can't. I don't <laughs> think I've. I looked online under fan service again. I thought we had a week off of fan service last time. Um. I don't think I've recommended this one before. Um, and you thought that there is never a girl online. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, wait, what? what's the name? <laughs> and you thought there is never a girl online. This is Crunchyroll? Who, uh, uh, Funimation. Funimation. Uh, after this, Shumaru confesses to a girl online, he is shocked when she turns out to be a boy. Traumatized, he swears to never trust any girl players. As until one <laughs> confesses to him, Akko Takamaki is a beautiful loner who has trouble differentiating between what's reality online world she spends so much of her time in. Can Hidaki and his girlfriends help socially inept Akko? So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, can't, I, don't think I've, I don't think I've suggested no. this one before, so I'm going to go with this one. I'll be honest, the no title picture kind of sold me. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> there's two reasons why I picked this anime. <laughs> two big reasons. Well, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh... All righty. Uh, ben, shout outs. Shout out to Where Gary and. Alfonso, you can follow me and John Scott Chili. Go check out Sound Bites. Um, yeah. All right. Alfonso? Shout out to you guys, as always, uh, to all the listeners, to all the followers. I'm really glad that season two improved from Baldwin Straight Dolls. I, I'm really hoping Gary doesn't recommend season three, which I wouldn't mind because the faster we recommend it, the faster we can talk about it. Because season three, to me, was the best out of all the seasons. But yeah, if he does it, I'm definitely recommending it for my next recommendation. Look, I didn't do um, fan service last time. I had to do some. I have to keep my integrity a fan service person. <laughs> you can follow me on 
Smith. I like how you emphasize <laughs> integrity, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> you go follow me on Twitter at HS7. Oh my god. My integrity. <laughs> Fantastic, man. Uh, uh, so good. You can reach me on Twitter. That's Gagalish, G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H on Twitter. Um, shout out to you guys as always. Thank you for joining me. Shout out to the listeners. Please continue to listen and give us your support. But that's it. I'm done. I'm finished. Show's yep. over. Bye, everyone. Boy.